It's your girls, AMT. I'm Amaya. And I'm T. Grab your wine, grab your weed, because we're about to add a little sunshine to your tea. We're about to get into the nitty gritty, down and dirty, and a little flirty. So hide your wives, hide your kids, because the stallions are out. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's the stallions, and we're back with another episode. Another, another episode it's your girl amaya and it's your girl t um and yeah we're we're here to bring you guys some excitement we're trying to we're trying to liven up your wednesday afternoon spicy spice <laughs> um, <laughs> we coming in hot um but yeah um i did want to okay so i experienced this this past weekend and it was something that i feel like all women should get the experience of or i feel like all women's um, the men that you keep around you, you know, your your platonic men, they should all treat you like this. So I was at the bar of some sorts the other day, um, and my brother happened to be there too. Um, and he actually made a statement to me that he does not buy women drinks. He actually does not ever buy. He does He said that. You know what? He seems like the type that would. But no, do no, no, that. no, no. But he, it's not that he doesn't. It's that there's been so many times, and I guess I, I'm, I'm guilty for doing this too. Um, but he'll buy a girl a drink or something like that and then she'll bring her friends or they'll be in a section and she'll order a whole bunch of shit and then look at him when the bill comes and he's just gotten over it. So he said he's definitely out of the phase of buying like shit for women. Like he's like, unless I'm trying to get the girl, I'm not buying her a drink. Now if you're in our section, you don't order extra shit out of our section basically is what he said. But he did take me to the bar and was like, hey, I'm going to get a drink. Come with me. Um, and he bought me a drink because he's my brother and he loves me. So he bought me a drink. And I definitely have guy friends that have also done such things for me um, that have given me their card and been like, go buy a drink, blah, 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 blah. And I just think that's such a like good thing for the relation, the men in your life that are platonic to do for you because they treat you the way that they a would want another man you. to treat you. I would say that. Yeah. Most of my guy friends are pretty good about treating me the way that they would treat other women or the way that they would want a man to treat me, like opening doors and stuff mm-hmm. like that for me. Yeah, I think, well, the only man in my family that is really my dad. My dad is... Oh, I uh, can say that one too. I mean, I never have to pull out anything. Like, I don't have to pull out a card, nothing. Like, he's making sure everything is taken care of. I can vouch for that. Yeah, I mean... I went out with y'all one time. He didn't even let me get my wallet out. No, he definitely... Girl, he handed me money for us to use. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the type of guy he's always been. He's always been like that. And I appreciate him for that because I, I like that. And, I do. I love that. Yeah. And Memphis him. does it too. But see, he's trying to... I'm not saying he's trying to court you. Um, but he, you know, I feel like in, in some manner, in some way, he should treat you that way because he is the man that you're dealing with and you're the woman that he's dealing with. And mm-hmm. y'all may not have a title title yet, yeah. but you guys are very much so a thing. So yeah. of course he treats you that way. But I mean, like for your platonic relationships, for the men in your life to treat you the way that they would want another man to treat you, yeah. it says a lot. And I love that because it shows yeah. me that the guys that I keep around are hopefully, you know, they're not just treating me like this. They're treating ladies like this as well. Yeah. So... Yeah, and that's why I always tell you when we go out, we say yes to drinks. Yeah, we can't say no, apparently. Because... I started to, even though I'd be wanting to say no, I'd just be like, sure, and I'd give her the drink at the end of the night because I'd be over it. I mean, you can say no if you genuinely don't want one, but I feel like for the experience and just because you never know who you're running into, and L.A. is such... 
a, a connecting networking type environment that sure. a drink just one drink can actually connect you to someone and be like it may not even be like he's trying to get at you he might have something or know someone that could plug you into something that you're interested in so you just never know absolutely no, so I, I think that's where my my you say yes 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 to drinks always we don't say no we don't say no, we don't say no. And it opens up, uh, drinks open up you a little bit more. And it loosens you up. And I honestly can't say this much. Every time I've had a drink bought in for me of some sorts and stuff like that, and it's someone random, for the most part, I've always had a pretty decent conversation. Yeah. Like afterwards. It's always turned into like something, like even if I'm not necessarily interested in the person, I've gotten to learn something cool. I love asking people what they do. I love asking people about their lives and what they've got going on. So that's, that's also like the cool part about it. Yeah. And it's weird because LA is like everybody knows somebody. Oh my goodness, so, for sure. Every time crazy. I um, I exchange because my thing is always exchange Instagrams rather than numbers. I hate giving my number out to people, especially when I'm not interested. I'll divert you to the Instagram. Mm -hmm. And there's been so many times I'll be like, here, like follow me on Instagram, and I'll Instagram will come up, and I'll be like, how the fuck? That happened to me in the last thing I was fucking yeah. with. I'd be like, how do you know this person? And I tell you, every time a guy ever gave me his social media, him and him were following each other. And I started yeah. to be like, are you trying to set me up? Like, what's happening here? Yeah, especially a lot of the the club promoters and anybody in the music industry. Oh my gosh. It's a close, tight-knit. The photographers, the videographers, yeah. they, they're... They all know each other. Like, it's, it's crazy. It LA is crazy. That yeah. But I love that about LA because that also it opens the door for you to do a lot of other things and and it provides a lot of um, just opportunity networking for a sure. lot of networking. And, but sure. you have to be able to communicate and talk to do that too. Um, yeah, a closed mouth doesn't get fed out here. So yes. you you definitely have to speak up if you know your your interest is something or you're passionate about something because somebody might overhear you and be like hey i'm actually into that or i actually own this business yep hop on she's definitely put me on to that because i'm I, I feel like people think and just based off of social media and the people that know me um through social media and maybe not personally everyone thinks i'm like the super outgoing person everyone always thinks i'm stuck up but everyone always thinks i'm the super outgoing person and i feel like nobody ever knows that like i'm actually really shy and introverted when you first meet me and then when you you know you're around me enough you get to see the craziness that comes out and she starts speaking 100 miles per hour i've been doing very good i've been practicing slowing my speech down for the podcast you guys can actually understand what i'm saying um, mm -hmm. But if you know me, you know I speak a mile a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. In her natural habitat, she's speaking at a thousand miles. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, let's get into it. So, what is the tea, tea? Tell me what's going on today. Uh, the tea is, I don't know if this is sad or not, but Kevin Samuels. Is it Kevin Samuels? Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, he has passed. Is he a podcaster? I don't know. I know he used to talk about women all the time, he but just I don't know like, what platform. Yeah, I don't think he had, like, a platform. He was always on live. Um, oh, that's what it is? Yeah, he was on live all the time with women. But Kevin, Sam Kevin Samuels has passed away. I think he was 53, 54. Something like that. And for the people that His don't 50s. know um, who he is, he makes a lot of... He just... He used to make a lot of comments, I would say outrageous comments about women and just things on us and really nitpicked and 
you know, I know one of the most famous things I, I know him for is for him making the comment that if your child um, lets you know that they're being sexually abused in some way, you should believe the adult and not the child because they're a child. And that was something that really didn't sit right with me. It was something that Sandra yeah. had, or sorry, Nicole had mentioned to me. Um, and, and that didn't sit right with me either. Mm -hmm. And I just know he makes a lot of outlandish comments about women and how we're single because of this and black women <clears throat> specifically. Um, yeah, well, a lot of people do know him for his uh, negative comments against black women specifically. And because that was his target audience when it came to, you know, these topics of black women, they wonder why they can't have, can't have a man. I'm sorry, y'all. I was trying to swallow my, my wine and it didn't go down right. Um, he would say like, you know, black women wonder why they can't have no man and they ain't making this and this and this amount. Or they don't look like Beyonce or they think that they a 10 when they really a 4. Like, it's just like, things like that is what he, he ain't that cute. I'm no. sorry, I know he did, but it just, it, it was really sad to see that a black man would say all of these things and I've known men even Memphis has told me there's some things that he was like I agree with him on like it's it may not be something you guys want to hear but it's the truth but I'm like it's different it's a difference between telling the truth and being nasty with it or rude yeah. and rude and I felt like that's what he was doing and I felt like it was diminishing the black woman and her image I feel like there's a lot of controversy about the way people speak about him right now especially because he is dead um, I do, in a way, I feel like this is exactly what he wanted. He wanted to be known in his death. He wanted people to still talk about him. Did I think he expected to go this soon? Probably not. But we are all very much so giving into, you know, his crap by talking about him even after he dies. But you know what? I guess I am feeding into it too. Um, because I do feel like he needs to be talked about. And, and it's crazy after, like, hearing all the details surrounding his death and how everything played out. And it's just... I don't know, do you feel like it's shady that we're all talking about him in a negative way um, after he's passed? I don't think it's shady, and I don't think, personally, I'm not talking about him in a negative way, but I do think that it is okay to shed light that he did speak negatively a lot about the black woman and black community. And I think that's what's making it seem like this is a controversial topic because now he is dead and now it's almost like do we really care that he passed or do we care that he's done like you know saying all these things to women yeah that's making them feel like crap you know I don't know I feel like I talked because I've definitely talked negatively about him before before he had passed so me talking about him negatively now doesn't really mean shit to me because I did it before I'm not going to change my mind now and be like, yeah. oh, he was such a good man. No, I was talking shit before. I'm going to still talk shit now. And that's just going to be that on that. Yeah. If it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a, it's a fucking duck. <laughs> um, and we're going to call it what it is. Basically. So, um, but I'm not saying that I'm, I'm happy that he died. Um, but I definitely think that um, what you put into the world is what you get out of it. And um, karma has no mercy for anyone. Um, and I'm not, you can take that however you think. <laughs> or however um, you want. Yeah, but it, it is what it is. And I said what I said. Um, okay. So, yeah. That's fair. Okay. Um, moving into our banana talk for this week's episode. Um, if you don't know, banana talk is where we discuss um, men-related topics. Um, 
just topics that have to do with men not necessarily men topics i don't know how to make that make sense but you know what i mean we're talking about y'all t- basically we're talking about y'all the ones that's listening right now so the now. question for this week is do you feel like um the man should make more money than you um <clears throat> i feel like society has made me interpret that that's what should happen um, I'm comfortable with that scenario because that's what I've learned and that's what I grew up on. And commonly the man does make more money um, than the female. And if we're getting real specific, I mean, men are genuinely the money makers anyways. And women are not, it's no equal pay still yeah. um, with that's what true. Do you I call it, the gender roles, gender norm, whatever. Um, the, pol- the political term is for you know not having equal pay as men so I don't mind it and I don't you don't think they should though I don't think they should what do you think they should make more money um do you prefer for them to make more money I do because I feel like really? for me yeah I actually feel like it makes me feel more secure I don't in a way it's weird I just feel like I don't know. I think I'm just that traditional in that sense where I'm comfortable with the man making a little bit more. See, I love that you and I always have different viewpoints on things. Um, I grew up in a household where, one, for the first half of my life, my mother was just my mother. I was in a single mother or a single parent household with my mom. And then even after my stepdad came in, um, not to say he doesn't make money, but my mom has always been the breadwinner. She will forever in that relationship be the breadwinner. Um, she's a nurse practitioner. She makes great money. I love that for her. Um, and she's kind of always raised me to be this independent woman, which is fine. Not that you weren't raised to be an independent woman, but because she made more money in the relationship, I don't necessarily think the man should. Her, I feel like my dad and my stepdad and my mom's relationship who works in certain ways. Yes, she makes more money and she controls the finances in that relationship, but he's still dominant in his own way. He's very much so the person that's like the head of the household, like and anyone that knows me knows this. Um, he is. He, he is still very much so very assertive. He still holds the head of or, you know, claims that head of the household title and he's learned to be dominant in other ways, even though he isn't the main breadwinner. So I don't necessarily think that they should and I don't necessarily prefer it. I'm not opposed to it happening either way but I do believe that regardless of which side you're on whether I'm making more money or he's making more money money should never be something that is thrown in the other's face especially when you know you get married what's yours is mine and what's mine is yours but that also leads me into saying that a lot of people get married for money and the transactional thing or the, the transactional portion of marriage so do you feel like in that case thinking of the in the mindset that you're the breadwinner would you be comfortable with a man marrying you because you make more money or because you make a certain amount of money and they feel like this is going to be beneficial to them no i would not because i marry for love i would marry for love not for money um i think money is a bonus um but i i've had this conversation with memphis where um if me and him were to get at the same level as far as income then I would be well even if we weren't at the same level um I feel like when you're married you can jointly have your own account but also have separate accounts for your own personal needs absolutely um and I feel like it should be oh it just depends on the the couple I mean I know for me like 
I don't mind not um, not that I have a specific amount that you would like to make yeah but um, I don't necessarily mind not having um, everything okay you know, as far as finances okay so um, I don't know it's kind of tricky but I I know right now like of course he's more so uh, he's definitely the breadwinner but for sure um and if, if that's there just was... fair things out and I think that's the age gap right there too showing he's had more time to get it together it it is but he also has a different path than me um he didn't finish college oh, I didn't know that yeah so he it was never his thing so he's always just been about work okay and, and making money and from that he's learned how to do that and have properties and own properties and have his own business okay so without that's a fine. degree um without a degree i'm always you know me i'm always the person that's like college is not for everyone it's not so that's that's fair mm-hmm. um i feel like okay a question though because he does make more money and say you guys were to get married and he mm-hmm. was still making money how would you feel if he had you sign a prenup i wouldn't mind it i mean okay. I I used to say I would be um, opposed to it, but the more and more I think about it and the more emotional I get as I get older, um, I just realize that money is not what the relationship is about. It's part of it, but it's not what holds you guys together. It's not what bonds you guys. It's not, but most divorces do happen because of money. Most financial or most problems in relationships are, I don't know the exact statistic, but I have read this before. Most of the problems that come from marriage, most divorces happen due to financial reasons and that financial burden. It causes a lot more stress and pressure in the relationship because they lack the proper resources or proper financial stability. But see, I beg to differ. I feel like finances shouldn't be a finalized divorce. I I feel like the divorce was already going to happen regardless of finances. Oh, for sure. Because... Finances is materialistic and material girl. I think what <laughs> I think what that stemmed from was lack of communication. That's fair. And communication like everything is key. stems from lack of communication. It is. No, and everything stems where... from lack of comprehension. And based off of my last relationship or situationship, the problem in our relationship wasn't that I didn't know how to communicate or he didn't know how to communicate. It was more so there was a lack of comprehension on his part. And I can tell you everything. I can communicate to you how I feel, what I want, what I need till I'm blue in the face. But if you don't comprehend it, you don't make the change, you don't make the effort to fix whatever the issue is that I've, you know, expressed to you, then then comprehension is the problem. You you're not comprehending what I'm saying and that's the key. And that's the problem when it comes to relationship is that there is a lack of comprehension. Mm-hmm. Yes, communication is a problem too. I'm sure there's some people that don't communicate. But when you get past communication, the next step is comprehension. And if you can't get there, then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, well, as a psych major, we call that and you should be an active listener. Yes. And absolutely. by active listener, that means you're not only listening to what the person is saying, but you're comprehending mm-hmm. and you're taking it in and you're applying it to your behavior. Absolutely for further future actions so that your behavior can improve or yet the other person can benefit off of something that you've changed not necessarily about yourself but about your behavior towards that person absolutely um as far as marriage and and money and the transactional (laughs) portion of that goes and prenups i feel like i very much so one i know for a fact 
if I'm making more than a man, I'm probably not getting married to them. Um, not because I feel like there's a problem with it. I don't mind being in a long-term relationship and just not ever making it official. Mostly because I don't want to be, you know, I just, I feel like I would, if I am going to get married, there's definitely going to be a prenup involved. Now, if I'm marrying a man and he makes more money than me, I hope to still be making somewhere in his ballpark range or making enough that, you know, regardless of how much he makes, because I am going to marry an athlete one day, um, <laughs> no matter how much they're making, because they're probably going to be making way more than me. As long as I'm able to take care of myself, I don't mind signing prenups. I don't mind making prenups involved to where what I have is mine and what you have is yours. Yes, we can have joint accounts and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, I I very much so if I'm making a substantial amount of money I don't want anyone to be able to take that away from me yeah just because we got divorced or whatever the case may be but I think that's I think that's interesting to, to hear you say um like I said I, I love that we always have differing opinions on things and it, yeah. it, it keeps things interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah for sure um transitioning into our peaches and cream um peaches and cream is our relationship segment when we talk about relationship related things um in today's relationship related question is should your partner know everything about you no i feel like there's something like what what shouldn't they know that's what i want to know i i can't even tell you what they shouldn't know but i feel like every person is um I feel like every person is deserving to have a mystery about them that is really more of a a personal thing and not for everyone, even your your significant other to know. Um, because I think for your own sanity, if one person knew every fucking thing about you, I feel like that would be a little like invasive. I think like, that's like part of your soul. Okay. My best my best friend knows everything about me and I feel like she um let me not say everything everything See? that anyone could know about me like she probably knows the most information about me so it's not that I think that they should know everything there's just things that I literally don't tell anyone so I feel like those are the things that they wouldn't know but for the most part everything I'm going to tell my best friend I don't want to see what I wouldn't tell my husband but see, or my significant other but see the, the fact that you said that she doesn't still know everything is I think I mean I'm sure she doesn't know what like what wouldn't she know she probably doesn't know what porn categories I'm watching every night but like regular regular shit she probably knows but see that that that's what I was getting to because it's just like I feel like at some point it takes away from it being your thing and a personal thing to you because once you I feel like once you share something with someone it's no longer your own like it's no longer in your temple like now you didn't allow someone into the temple and so they're kind well, of if I'm married to them I'm sure they're gonna be in my temple a little bit more yeah, I'm but sure there's like, things that they'll be able to learn about me too that that my best friend doesn't know. But because I live with them or I'm around them every waking moment, that they're gonna be able to figure out. Mm. I don't think they should necessarily know everything. Like, yeah, you don't have to tell them what's going on in your work life. If you don't have to ne if you don't necessarily want to. Work husbands and work wives. How do you feel about that? Work I just thought about that. What question. is that? What is that? You never heard of like a work husband or a work wife? Like someone that you're just really close to at work that you consider like your work husband or your work wife. Oh um, no, that's not like some white people stuff. <laughs> um, yes and no, I guess. I've heard black people say they have work husbands and work wives. Girl, that's because they bored at home. 
Um, <laughs> that might be true, though. I mean, honestly, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like you're not getting everything you need from at home because you got to... I mean, you're not sleeping with the work husband or no, work wife, but, but it's like someone you're really close you're to getting at work attention. that's like the opposite. Yeah, basically. You're not getting attention at home, but you're going to get attention at work, so you go. So you're going to take... <laughs> You're not getting attention at home, so you're getting attention at work. Why do you think some of these females be going to work looking real cute in the morning? What if I just want to be cute? What if I want to make some extra tips today so I came to work cute? Girl, where are you working at? The strip club? <laughs> 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 she said extra tips. No, I have a job to do these next. Um, actually, I got it because of Nicole. Um, through one of your associates. Um, my associates. That's what I'm gonna call this right now. Your associates for your um, organization. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's it's this Friday when you guys have the other event. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be escorting um, the what do they call it? They didn't say celebs. They said another word, but basically meaning celebrities that are gonna. You be didn't there. tell me. I literally just found out today. Literally right before you got here. Who? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who the celebs are. Somebody right in blue and white? Yeah. Oh. Oh, the celebrity is in blue and white, but the person running the non... Um, right, it's blue and white. Blue and white, yes. Oh, okay. Um, which should be interesting, but yeah, I'm going to definitely wear my makeup and look cute. Not because I'll be getting tips, but because I'll be networking. It's an industry event. Yes, I'm working the industry event, which I have been saying recently. I actually genuinely, so far, for the most part, have been really enjoying being in the industry as a supporting role at the moment because I feel like I'm getting to learn a lot and yeah. see things and it's weird because in the beginning I was like god why can't I just be already in the area that I want to be in yeah but he's very much so using these these moments and using me being in a supportive role within the industry to learn the industry mm-hmm. to then be in the industry as an entertainer of some sorts whether that be through podcasting or through modeling or through content creation or whatever the case that be or all of the above you never know yeah. you know what they have what he has in store for me so I've been very much so enjoying that but yeah so going to work and being you know what if I do want to get cute and lambed up today um that's fine but every day no not every day you know somebody up in there making you want to do all that okay. I, I'm tell I I know that a lot of times and females may not realize it but we thrive off of attention okay I, I, I think that that is our strong so? point. Yes, we are the center of attention, and regardless of if you're tall, I don't short, think all females, but I, I do think, think so. that's some most females. But I think as far as our egos, our attention, but men like egos stroke too. Yeah, yeah, but women, it's a different, it's a different type of attention. It's not necessarily we want everybody paying attention to us, but that one person that makes us giggle a little bit more. <laughs> yes, you want that, and you like it. Um, one of my my um friends as of recently her her man had basically said that he didn't want her going to the club because he felt like the club is for bitches that want attention do you agree with that statement yes and no i feel like the club is for I feel like it depends on the setting two different types of females but she's very much so the female that likes to go to the club with her friend her homegirls get drunk and dance and party like and the whole night she's That's not us. she exactly She's not like the type of female that goes in and she's walking around looking for a man, looking for her next hookup in any way, shape, or form. She doesn't even get all dressed up like that to be like, I want the attention. No, but see, okay. And I guess this is where we, or at least I, come in different. Um, 
I feel like when we go to the club, we come up to show up, show out because we have a certain standard. I think in which we uphold. That and also, and it's crazy because we have this podcast now, but we and we name this the Stallions are out because it's literally something people say to us. It's something we begin to say and adopt. Still say we it. are known as the Stallions when we go out. Yes. Pete, that is literally the first thing anyone will comment on anytime are you guys we sisters? see. No, exactly. And anytime people look at us <laughs> and they see us, the first thing that anyone notices about us is our height and that we are Stallions. So we've kind of embraced it and taken it in as our own. So I think that's why we have this this mm-hmm. need to uphold this this um appearance that people have of us because mm-hmm. when they they see the stallions people expect us to be showing up and showing the fuck out yeah. because one we're already going to get the attention whether we look cute or not because we're tall. we're tall so if i'm going to get all this attention because i'm tall i'm going to make sure i look cute as well yeah and we're and i think we carry ourselves different than the typical tall female quote-unquote because I think a lot of people think that tall females carry themselves with hunchback and not really confident. They don't yeah. really dress cute. I used to not be very confident um, in, in my height. I definitely, definitely, <laughs> through you, honestly, have been able, within this past year of meeting T and like going out with her and whatnot, you know, I just turned 21, so I've I recently been able to go out to clubs yeah, and stuff baby. like that. Yeah, But I've only really gone out to clubs with, well, I've gone to clubs in Florida when I went to visit without you. Mm-hmm. But like for the most part, I had to learn to embrace my height one because she carried her height so well and I'm not even as tall as her and so you know being next to her has given me another like this newfound sense of confidence because she's so confident in her height so it makes me confident in my height and I've noticed how much confidence and how far confidence can get you Oh, you never told me that. I didn't tell you that. No, I definitely. I used to be so. I would never wear heels. I know that's so shy. (laughs) I never wore heels and stuff like that because I was so not confident in my height and none of that stuff. And now I am overtly confident. Like when I go home to visit, like this is LA, so everyone knows that LA is the place to show up and show out. You're going to be around celebs. You're going to be around influencers, people that are going to actually get dressed up to go out and whatnot versus being in your hometown. For me personally, I'm from Florida. Um, being in my hometown, these bitches do not be getting dressed up. They do not put heels on. I really have to tone down myself sometimes when I go out because I do, like there is no point in me getting overly dressed up and doing my, my hair and makeup all cute and whatnot because these bitches be lacking. But yes, um, I definitely learned how to be confident and tall from you and be confident in my height and whatnot from you. But I guess that is why we we also feel the need to get dressed up and look good and whatnot versus other females don't care about that stuff. Yeah. And I feel like we get more out of it. When I feel like, like I said before, what you put out into the world is what you get back. And like your first experience in Vegas... That was I'm so true. glad I primed you. <laughs> and and true, that was my first time going to the club too. Know. And I just immediately got the best um, experience. The experience that you would want to get in Vegas. The, the sections. Yes. The, the celebs and whatnot yes. bringing you into their, their yes. sections and going to these like upscale yes. events for, you know, yes. the elite in terms, even though they're not necessarily the elite, but they they got a little yeah, bit of a following. Some ballers. Some baller. I met a lot of ballers, which I mean, going out with her is so not fun sometimes because not no going out with her is fun, but not when I be seeing all these ballers and I be like that's so and so that's so and so that's so and so and she be like oh because I don't know them. Mm-hmm. I told you the other day I was at Soho House. Party. I won't say any names, but I saw a, a baller house. at Soho House. Oh, Soho. Um, the other day I was at Soho House and I had ran into. <clears throat> I will say this one. Um, Dr. Dre was there. 
for mm-hmm. the first day. I went to Soho for lunch one day, mm-hmm. and then the other day I went to Soho for Nicole's birthday dinner, and we saw, I'll say it, we saw Blake Griffin, and I was like, I wish T was here, but then at the same time, I'm like, she don't even know who these what people are. What was he are. doing? I do know Blake Griffin. You do know him? the light okay. scale one, right? Yes, yes, yes. With the big head. Uh, he was just with his friends and whatnot, enjoying, <laughs> you know, his meal, whatever. Um, I did post about him on my close friends. I was like, if he look over here one more time, I do do my little walk by. You know, I'm a married basketball player one day, some way, somehow. It's going to happen. Oh, God, I feel like I've run into way too many basketball players at this point that it's not going to happen. Like, I just need to run into the one that I want. Yeah, I cannot wait till this happens because she needs it. No, but I'm 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 very much so in the mindset that God is putting me in the right timing. It's gonna be the timing that He wants me, the timing that I want Him. Because right now we can't end up together anyways. He got a girl, but eventually it'll work out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like eventually, oh Lord. Whoa, <clears throat> you, whoa. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> she lost her voice. I, I made did. her some tears. I'm tea trying earlier. to get it together. Um. I feel like eventually it's going to be one of those weird situations where we do run into him. And it's just going to work out. I, I got invited I to Summer League. Well, I didn't get invited to Summer League. Um, you invited yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, my uncle got invited. You invited yourself. You but invited he, your no, he did say that um, for he's going to get invited to a whole <laughs> bunch of basketball events. And because I'm his assistant, he said that he will bring me to the games that I would like to go to, which Hornets and Grizzlies. That's all I got to say. Hornets and Grizzlies, those Memphis are the only two Grizzlies? games. Yeah. It would be Memphis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to go out to Memphis with you one of these times, but I would say he didn't set me up with a cute friend, but it not it can't be that friend. Oh, yeah. Um, I need to figure out what his other friends look like, because most of his other friends is married. Because you know he's older. Not married. They married, girl. That's tragic. But I'll see what he on with that. We gonna make something happen because he got a house. You ain't gotta get in a hotel or no. Oh, he got a house. He got a guest room. Yeah, I didn't know he had a house. Yeah, he has a house. Bitch, he got a guest room. I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> Say less, okay? Yeah. Say less. I want to go to a game. Um, <laughs> we're gonna transition into our juice box topic, which is for the ladies. And our question for today is: Why do women prefer <laughs> perform? Wait, Perf- how did you say that shit? <laughs> I don't even perform. know. Perform. <laughs> I'm start saying that. I perform. <laughs> it's my proper ass voice. I perform. Um, why do women prefer taller men over shorter men? I feel like this is such a given, but this is actually a question asked. This is a viewer's choice question as well. Um, I feel like this is a given answer, and I feel like more so the aesthetic. One, Security. we're tall women. Security, that too. We're tall women, so I feel like we naturally want a taller men. I like a taller man because I want to feel protected and like you're gonna actually you know do something you know yeah be able to protect me and look after me and I just like the aesthetic of having a taller man now you five two bitches y'all gonna have to settle for the five six niggas and keep them like I don't get why you need a six three nigga if you're five two it's already not enough men on this planet so that are tall enough. exactly y'all being picky about them having to be tall and y'all five feet uh-uh it ain't working it's I not. swear um leave enough for us cause not all of us tall bitches is not athletes we not gay not like that I mean I'm all for the pride but she let she don't date women too don't let her fool I y'all. dated one girl one <laughs> one that okay. does not make me yes anyways you wanna um, date a woman again I mean never say never but as of right now it's a no 
Okay. They're toxic. Um, <laughs> something. Not they're toxic. They're toxic. Uh, it's too much. It's a lot of estrogen. I always said I never date a woman. I'll do everything with a woman but date her. Mm, I feel like you're going to come across one. That I'll date? Yeah. No, I'm okay. I'll keep you all the way I have y'all now. I don't want to date y'all. Hmm. Okay. That's just me being honest. Though. Yeah. But, um, anyways, back to the topic. So, taller men, shorter men? I've dated both, as Ooh. you know. I, I'd be trying to get her off Not these, the grief. these short men. Look, um, she'd be like, as long as they're eye level. No, bitch. Well, I mean, technically, Nico and me is eye level. Who? Memphis? No. It's okay, I'll beep him out. I'll beep him out for your sake. Yeah. <laughs> I'll beep him out. It just comes natural. Um <laughs> that's so sad. Um yeah, me and Memphis are pretty much like the same the height. Same height, yeah. I didn't realize I don't remember. I remember he was taller than me, but you're taller than me, so that makes sense. Yeah, like we're the same height. But I okay. mean I mean tape height can work. I always say that I'm five ten, so five eight is my lowest. And if you're five eight, five nine, five ten, I'm probably not trying to date you. I'm just trying to fuck, but that's just me being honest. I feel it. I mean, and then Uncle Green, he was shorter. Really? Yeah. Okay, but he was giving money, so that's fine. <laughs> he wasn't just giving money. He was giving. <laughs> he was giving dick too, but he was. He, he was, was giving, giving vibes. He, he was, was giving, giving what he was supposed to give. That's fair. That's um, valid. And that was a good time, a fun time. And I appreciate him for that. Uh, <laughs> thank valid. you. Uncle I can't Green. wait to meet Uncle Green. I, I don't think at this point you'll meet Uncle Green. I mean, well. Mm. What's Uncle Green's friend? <laughs> Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. I want to meet Louisiana. The boot. You want to meet the boot? <laughs> yes, I want to meet him. See? Y'all still cute though together. You know I got that dress? Bitch, how you wore it? Because I know it's too uh-uh. short. No, it's not. What size did you get yours in? A large. I got mine in a large and I feel like that shit was too short. Mm-mm. I'll put it on for you after this. Um, but. Yeah, he like, see? What do you like? See, she's okay with dating same high. I really do want my man to be. Well, I mean, his mouth is t- higher than yours. So it looks like he's taller. He is definitely taller. Okay, whatever. He's definitely anyway. taller. She's making it seem like he's the same height. Trini, he was short. Trini? Trini. Who's Trini? Trini. <laughs> I can't keep up with our code names, but it sucks because we gotta can't. get it together because well, I am not saying his name. No, don't. You already said what name. Don't know. But they don't know who we, who that name is. I mean, Do I really know. gotta beep it out? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Not, okay. not the one that you know. Didn't he play overseas? Yes. Okay, okay, yes, okay, yes, okay. Yes, yes. He, played he would ball. definitely know we're talking about him now. That's fine. He can know we're talking about him. Yeah. He played ball overseas, blah, blah. Hey, how you doing if you listen to it? Trini, Trini. But yeah, he was definitely short. I think he's like 5'8". Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> well. Not the wow. I have a, we're going to transition into our last topic for today, which is, or our last segment for today, which is Dirty Little Secrets. Dirty, um, dirty. We're going <laughs> to, I can't stand her. Um, this one, the, is titled, um, 
got my big white ass double penetrated last night and the guy did something that I never experienced before and I thought this is pretty interesting so brace your ears um it says so I got a new friends with benefits recently and he's been going crazy over my ass always says how he wants to double penetrate me with a butt plug since I have the best ass he's ever seen and since I've been really into anal orgasms lately I let him do it last night he told me he took his honey, this honey stuff where his dick would stay hard even after he would come, so he told me to be ready for multiple rounds. I happily agreed. Right away, he was old. He told me, sorry, he told me that he wanted to put the plug in and that it was only going to come out when he was ready to come. I didn't know what he meant by that, but I just went along with it. He. Sorry, there's lots of typos in this, so I'm trying to like get it together um we're going crazy at it i've come a couple of times already with my plug or with my plug in my ass and his super hard dick in my pussy he said he was about to come and told me to hold still he pulled out my plug and put his tip in my ass and cave inside my asshole he quickly plugged me back up and trapped his cum in my ass dick still hard from the honey he went right back into my pussy leaned over to my ear and said i'm going to keep filling that asshole until my balls are completely drained i'm not going to lie if i it was super fucking hot. After a couple more cum shots in my ass, I could actually feel his cum inside my ass behind the plug, and it felt great. Be it felt great while getting my ass. Or I can't read today. Um, <laughs> my pussy pounded. When we were done, he pulled out the plug, and as I told you, um, my first step off the, or as I took my first step off the bed to go clean up, all his cum started to drip out of my ass and down my leg. Big booty cum sluts are the best, right? Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Um, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. That was interesting. I was like, that's a lot, though. That is strategy. But <laughs> that is so fucking strategy. That, that's strategy. that is strategy. An anal orgasm, though. I've heard so much. So I listened to this other podcast um, about whores. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and I've heard them talk about anal orgasms so much before that it's generally gotten me like inquisitive about mm. like how this works because I I literally can only have a vaginal orgasm on my own so yeah you guys mean to tell me you're making like men are making you come from your ass too like is this real because men can't make women come I'm just convinced that it doesn't work it doesn't happen maybe it's just that I'm fucky but unless my vibrator is involved it doesn't happen I think it depends on the man I've definitely had men that succeeded really yeah i've only had one but, that i know could have made me if he lasted longer but only yeah it's only been what maybe two not that he didn't last that long but yeah it's only been like two or three that i think maybe two i'm gonna cap it at two that so has actually two. actively made me like have that that experience but uh, the booty please no you, um, you never have anal sex I've had, but I don't like it. You have? I didn't yeah. know that. Wow, look at me learning new things. I don't like it. You don't like it? No. Maybe it's something that you used to. No. Regular sex took a minute First for off, me to get comfortable with. Um, did you prep, though? Like, did y'all practice by putting, like, butt plugs and stuff like that in first? No. Oh, well, maybe that's why. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't like it. <laughs> I tried it twice, you put and it, I didn't like ah! it. You put it in there with no pre-prep? No, I didn't even know what a a freaking pre-prep was yeah everyone always has a prep by putting butt plugs in and whatnot 
Yeah, no. Um, the only prep that I probably have was a thumb. Yeah, that's the only prep I've had so far, but that's the only prep I'm going to get at the yeah. moment because I haven't I tried that's enough for me. Really? No, if that's anyone's enough. ever going to put their dick in my ass, it needs. I need to do other things first. I need that's to, like, get myself used to butt plugs. That's and stuff like a that. lot going on. Like. I mean, that that confession was pretty hot. I'm not going to lie. I, can, I, I definitely could see where the appeal is. But, like, we're not there yet in life. I'm not there yet. I always used to say that I would, wait. I would say that for my husband. Since I didn't save, like, mm-hmm. my pussy for him, he'll get my ass. But, like, we'll see if that happens. Mm-hmm. I gotta see. <laughs> I, think certain, I think certain people bring out certain freaks in you, I believe. You think so? Oh, no, I for sure. So. I love a freaky-ass man. Because when they're not freaky, then I feel like a whore. <laughs> I need you to be freaky with me. <laughs> you not can't make crossing her arms like she's really. Blind. I do. I be feeling like a horrible. <laughs> they're not freaky too. You need to be on my same level of freaky. I think that brings me. It makes me feel more powerful, honestly. To be the freakier one. Mm-hmm. Yes and no, but like if you're gonna make me feel like a whore for not being like I don't know. Well, it's a piss. Well, bitch, you ain't gotta sit like that. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I also can't bring the freak out too soon. I gotta make sure gotta they're freaky. Them. And then if it's just like a one night like type deal, like this isn't someone I'm gonna be dealing with often. I don't care to be freaky with you. Why mm-hmm. am I giving you the freakness if this is a one time thing? You know, I can't yeah. give the whole package the first night. I need to over time build the package you know so you're like damn there's more layers like keep peeling her back like a motherfucking onion because you're gonna see more and more and more yeah i like when i surprise them and then you like dang and then you hit down like that exactly and then you make them nervous and then they can't perform all right <laughs> my bad sorry i'm throwing shade i'm throwing shade my bad <laughs> tomato, tomato, tomato 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 no i'm kidding <laughs> i i actually i couldn't even be mad at him I thought it was kind of cute. It was flattering. Hmm. I made you nervous. I was too much of a woman that you couldn't perform. You and he I said that, heard. not me. He literally said those words. He was like, no, you honestly, I didn't expect to get nervous. That's crazy because Trini, he would tell me, I remember when we, when I first started talking to him or whatever, when we first got introduced to each other, he had actually said, um, like, my body was like a full grown woman body. Like, that was like his... I don't know if he re- I forgot if he said that was his first time like really dealing with like because a womanly body. Because I feel like men body. are so used to dealing with girls, girls that are little like not even little girls I don't want to say little girls but they're just dealing with girls that are younger than them that are probably not as developed or whatever the case may yeah. be. Versus I'm a black woman. I have a fully developed body. Yeah, like I have thighs. I have boobs. You see me? I have me? a waist. Exactly. And it's not thin but it's a waist. We got body. We got That's all you know. Curves. It's a grown woman body. Um Yeah. And so, and I think that's probably why. He got um, nervous? That's so cute. No, I don't think he I got nervous. He didn't say he got nervous. I think he just said that was, like, my body was just more womanly. Womanly. Like, full-grown woman-like vibe. And I think that's why, um, I almost said his name, Uncle Green. Okay. Was. So about it. Yeah, it was cool with what we were doing because. At that he time, said, you my got body, grown woman body. My body you was, got ass, you it got was titties, developed. you got lots to grab. It was I developed, and he liked it, you know, so. That's fair, that's valid. Yeah. I can't even be mad at him. Okay, Uncle Green, I see you, I see you. Yeah. So. Um, But, 
that is all we have for you guys today thank you so much for listening to the stallions are out 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 you guys can follow us on social media at the stallions are out um and as well as our personal instagrams at am.aya for Nehemiah and and at tanaya armstrong underscore um other than that, if you guys want to send in your own little dirty little secrets or confessions of some sorts, please send them to um, the stallions are out at gmail.com. Everything is completely anonymous. We will never out you or tell anybody your name. Um, it stays between T and I. Confidential. Confidential. Um, so yes, please feel free to send in your dirty little secrets. The dirty little secrets I've been reading for these past two episodes are... Um, oh, wow wow yes but they are pulled from social media um they haven't been sent in to us so i can't wait to read stuff that you guys send into us so please 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 send in your dirty little secrets as you can yes. see nothing is off limits 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 what did you say before i don't know i Perform. can't speak today Perform. sorry this is our second episode Perform. of the day clearly i'm not with it what do you prefer <laughs> <laughs> um but yes please you know send those in to us and other than that we will see you guys next wednesday yeah we can't wait till you guys listen to the next episode it gets crazier believe it or not <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's it for you guys and the stallions are out, out. Mwah. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Mwah. Love y'all. Bye.